you're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 663. Uh... It's time for the Nerdist Community Corkboard. All right, I'll say my thing first, and while you're pulling up some stuff, things that you want to put. Uh, the Fun Comfortable Tour is well underway. Um, my dear friend April Richardson and I, she's opening for me on, on the road and crushing it. We had some great shows in Milwaukee and Madison this weekend. The show's coming up uh, April 24th, Columbus, Ohio. First show sold out. Late show has some tickets. April 25th, Atlanta. First show sold out. 10.30 show has some tickets. May 1st, Boston. 7.30 and 10. A few tickets left for that. Um, May 2nd in New York. I believe there are tickets for The Late Show. 10.30. Then Milwaukee, Detroit, Philly. D.C., Comic-Con, Orlando, Tampa, Sacramento, San Jose, oh Houston, God. Dallas, Austin, <laughs> Buffalo, Toronto, Baltimore, Phoenix, Los Angeles, Kansas City. That takes you to the end of the year. Go to funcomfortabletour.com. And, but it's been really good. And really you have fun. to find donuts in all those places. Too. I've been finding donuts. Well, you know, because what I've been doing is it's very difficult to... Um, Especially when you're doing two shows, and now yeah. that the venues are bigger, mm-hmm. I can't really do a meet and greet in between the shows because yeah. they have to turn the room around. And doing meet and greets after the shows is you make them stay there very long. Uh, th- then the staff has to stay, and so it's like I'm I'm trying to make everybody happy. And so the solution that I came up with was, with was in a lot of these cities, if I'm not completely wrecked from traveling that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll find a late night donut shop somewhere and I'll just say like, hey, you know, like in Minneapolis, we're going to Glamdahl Donuts afterwards. And we went to Glamdahl. Yeah, they were they're open until one and they stayed open later for us. Oh, there you go. Got there at 1230 and a bunch of people showed up and I took pictures and signed stuff and we ate donuts. And it was That's really awesome. it was way better than just like being in the in the lobby of a theater and just like marching everyone one at a time. Like it, was, donuts. it was much more social <laughs> and it was really nice. Yeah. So anyway, that's. Something that I will try to do uh, in more cities as as I am as I am able to. What do you got out there in the Nerdist community? Uh, William Heck, who calls himself a starving artist in Portland, Oregon, he wants to entertain you with his books, not those wordy word books you see in stores, but with comic strips and satire publications. Remember your favorite video game magazine? Well, check out Video Game Zero One magazine based on faux modern gaming console capable of bad Atari era graphics. Like comics about an adorable sociopath, you'll love the bad kitty books. You can find all his books. Uh, he has over 20 of them um, on Amazon.com. If you just search William Hack, he says there's something for everyone. Fantastic. And, yeah. You and got then, any, anything else? Uh, yeah. And then Maria... Chakra, uh, I have no idea how to pronounce your last name, Maria. <laughs> you have an Etsy shop, and she saying, she sells handcrafted totes, pencil bags, necklaces, and more. I looked at them, and they're really great. Like she makes these really cool, uh, like pencil bags that you can use for anything, but they're really cool. That's fantastic. So, yeah. If you want to have your event added, um, you can go to events at nerdist.com or 
go to the new Nerdist.com interface and sign up and start putting some of your events in the comment threads yeah. uh, of the podcasts, and you know we'll uh, we'll we'll get to them as we can. But it's been good, and I hope this has been helping people expose their expose their thing, expose their thing. I mean, <laughs> share their don't expose your thing. don't expose your thing. Share your event, uh, unless your your thing is your event. No, uh, still. It's a weird event. By the way, we do have a winner of the Marvel Movie Marathon, uh, April 20th and 21st at the El Capitan Theater. Uh, listener with username Team Lowry, one with the comment, I've sat for 72 hours once, Marvel Marathon. Uh, we have another pair still available to win by watching today's episode of The Dan Cave on Nerdist.com. That's Dan Casey's show. Uh, Dan is very funny, and I. Dan has the perfect dry sense of humor. Because it's not, it's like, it's so. I, I love where his jokes go, and it's like he'll just fire off like three jokes <laughs> when you think he's done with a sentence, and he sneaks them in, kind of like Indiana Jones getting under the wall coming down. And then grabs his hat. And he grabs his hat, yeah. So, Dan Casey, I love you, and uh, you're doing damn good work over at the Dan Cave over on Nerdist.com. Um, this episode is Sarah Colonna, who I've known, I knew from doing stand-up before, and then I did Chelsea Lately with her a bunch, and uh, she's been on At Midnight, but she's really cool and really funny, and she has a new book called Has Anyone Seen My Pants, which is now available anywhere books are sold, so wherever that might be, a brick-and-mortar place, or a digital, and or a, or a pixel and more co- code place. <laughs> That's the opposite of brick and mortar. Those are the opposite of pixel yeah, and code. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's technically sort yeah. of works, right? Pixel and code. Pixel and it's code. It's a pixel and code store. I think you should start that. Pixel Get everyone to say it. You just keep. If you start saying it enough, everyone will start saying it. Or they'll tell me to shut the fuck up. Nope. Brick really and mortar annoyed. had to start somewhere. Right now, it's Nerds Podcast number six sixty three with Sarah Colonna. Katie, you're right there. Start the thing. Now entering nerdist.com. Talking about Bar Rescue. Uh, I don't know if you watch it, Chris, but... Is that a Gordon Ramsay show? No, it's John Taffer, okay? On Spike oh, TV, it's, it's so Bar good. Rescue. A couple weeks ago, I was watching it, and uh, Sarah showed up to do some recon for John. Her good friend Sarah <laughs> showed up to do some recon. He's like, my good friend Sarah Colonna. I'm like, we've never met before. <laughs> but it was delightful. It was so recon delightful. is when you go, you know, before the rescue happens. You yeah. know, to see how bad this bar is. You go with in all the, and you're like, all the, With sucks. all the hidden cameras, which are guys with fucking giant cameras Are on you on shoulders. the show? Yeah. No, she was. No, I just went. I just love it. So, and like, he and I have a Twitter relationship. <laughs> You and John Teffer? Me and John Taffer. Taffer, Chris. Taffer, oh, Chris. I'm sorry. I was thinking of John Teffer. <laughs> oh, you, John Teffer. That's does, what he calls uh, Candy Bar Rescue, where he basically <laughs> takes candy bars away from kids who won't appreciate them as much. Oh, that's interesting. I would watch that show. Sure that you, uh, you'd get into that, I think. If you're on a hiatus, you'd get into Bar Rescue. I probably would, actually, because I, like everyone else, enjoy watching um, rundown things get rehabilitated. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's no one's all better than John. No one's What's, better. Why is he great? He's, what makes him good? Because he just knows the He's bar on business. Point. He knows the bar business. He's rescued over 800 bars and nightclubs. What's involved with rescuing a bar? Well, you have to tell people how to make drinks. Yep. You, he is very professional. My favorite is the the bartenders that take yeah. themselves so seriously. Yes. That guy Russell. There was like this guy Russell. <laughs> I mean, like, one day he almost slipped behind the bar, and he's like, "That gotta ruin my career!" Like freaking. <laughs> out. And I was like, "I don't think." I think he 
just would have like slipped and been fine. Yeah, how did you guys start bonding over Bar Rescue? Well, she was on it. I was watching it a couple of weeks ago, and, and she showed up, and I was like, I can't imagine they're actually friends. I have to get to the bottom no. of the situation. But I Twitter friends counts. That's yeah, friends. I basically said I want to come do recon, and he was like, absolutely. And yeah. then I went to Orange County, and I just I like took drinks of margaritas that weren't good, and I was like, John, this place. <laughs> Terrible. Did you? I made a lot you, of faces. Did you basically. rescue that bar? They did not he, rescue that. No, bar. he ended up walking out. Yeah. And I really? Know, yeah. yeah. Why? Yeah. Because well, the owner was. The, yeah. They so just, it was like Amy's Baking Company. It was the Amy's Baking Company. Yeah. Of <laughs> Amy's Bar, bar Company. Yeah. It was pretty. The great. guy was too lazy. He wasn't putting his time in. Well, so. why open a bar if you're going to be lazy? Well, he opened the bar. Taffer had already come and rescued it. Two seasons ago. Yeah, this was oh. the first bar he'd ever re-rescued. Yeah. So it was a re-recon. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And let me tell you, uh, he had let it go to shit again and had opened another bar and was putting money into the other bar, not this new bar. Was he being lazy in the new bar, too? From what I can tell, yes. He said two other sports bars had opened up around him, and that was uh, just, like, that was his reason. He was like, "There's <laughs> these places are driving me out of business. This is so but- funny, though, to me. What is so funny to you about this? What's funny to me about it is that, because it always seems like the most obvious problems where someone's like, I don't know why my bar is failing. Well, do your bartenders know how to make drinks? No. Is there a bathroom? <laughs> I don't think so. You know, like may- maybe these places shouldn't be rescued. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why he ended up leaving this one. Well, the bar business But is, sometimes. It's interesting, the bar business. Because if you think back to like places you used to drink when you were in like college and stuff, it was like they were terrible places that you wouldn't. Yeah. Bars are like comedy clubs. Like they kind of need to be a little dirty to be. Yeah. Because there's something sort of naughty about it that makes it. Yeah, but John Taffer, he knows the science of the bar business, like how far, how high the taps should be, and he invented the butt funnel, which is... Uh, what the fuck yeah, is that? I know what you're wondering what that is. That is a, that is a, that is a, a, a place of putting two uh, uh, about chest-high standing bar tops mm-hmm. in, a, in a bar that when you have to go through them, you butt funnel and people's butts touch up against each other. I don't other. remember that. I remember, remember that he, the No, funnel? I remember him inventing it, but then I just remember... And then I... Oh, I'm thinking of butt chug with like people like... People would people drink through their ass. People in fraternities drink yeah. through their ass. No, yeah, yeah, to get drunk it. faster? Yeah, yeah. The butt funnel no is just sense. a way of mingling. You know, it just, it just, <laughs> it just makes, sounds like it just makes people mingling. mingle. You just, your butt's touch. So people there. take a silver bullet in the ass? No! Right in the asshole? Basically... John Taffer, you're invited to come on the Nerds Podcast anytime you want. Oh, I mean, I'm just he's the great. Right he yells at every. It's, it's really, it. it's really. Fun. I think he would he, like it. He wouldn't yell at you. My favorite thing is he would he, yell at you only if you didn't know how to run a bar. Yeah, then, well, I don't. Right, but you don't own one, so you're fine. True, okay. And then when he yells, "Shut it down!" It's, oh, my, it's my favorite, favorite. thing. And like I th- sometimes in my it's head, hashtag I think that. shut it down, yeah. please. Thank you. <laughs> what are his um, What are his qualifications? The bar business. Guy, many successful bars and nightclubs. He's Vegas based. Yes. I learned, and yeah. I don't. But I don't know. Is he? Did he own bars? I feel like he owned many bars and opened many bars. I know that he opened. See, he owns uh, Titty Twisters <laughs> and Laffer Taffers. Laffer Taffer actually. Uh, he owned wonderful. the Titty Twister from, the from, titty dust twister from Dust Till Dawn. Dust Till Dawn. You got to clean out these vampires. That's your problem. <laughs> these goddamn vampires. Shut it down. That's what I, I in my head. That's what tells me to stop eating. He did. <laughs> just hear him saying, shut it down. Uh, oh, Katie has so that information. Is a, that is Candy Bar Rescue. <laughs> he started at the Troubadour in Los Angeles. He did bar management at the Troubadour. And they did Barney's Beanery, right? He's credited with inventing the concept of the NFL Sunday ticket. What? Boom. I didn't That's know that. That's a fucking genius. What's that? It's where you can get every NFL game on DirecTV. 
Yeah, it does. <laughs> Butt funnel. <laughs> At John Taffer, please follow me. Then I'll go do recon for you. Maria Menounos did recon. I feel like I know I... she did, and that's actually the episode that made me go, "Well, if Maria Menounos <laughs> can do it, I can do it." And then that's when I wrote it. Matt, him. you could be on Bar Rescue. Of course you like can. I, I want to go. I, I want to really get to the bottom. Taffer, of Taffer, put this. Myra on your show, Come please. On. It'll help you out. I have ninety thousand followers. We can go. Let's. Can we go together? Yes. Oh my God. Now that I'm a seasoned professional. <sighs> Don't. Taver, do you see what you're doing? You're making Matt call out his Twitter follower account <laughs> just to get on. Well, your... I mean, he's got like a lot more than me. I'm just. I mean, not really. They, yeah. I mean, you know, this is significant. Yeah. He needs it. He needs yeah. it. People... What would you rescue if you had a TV show? What kinds of things would I rescue? Yeah. Uh, oh, that's tough. I mean, I don't like poorly run television shows. Who's <laughs> your TV rescue? I would like. I'd go in and like fix a uh, two and a half man. Oh, that's gone. <laughs> Damn it! You'd just, have to uh, attach that to a lightning rod. I would just yell at Chuck Lorre and. <laughs> don't they do a gym rescue now too? They, they do. They do. Yeah, they do a gym rescue. And there's a new thing on. Stop jerking off in the we, showers. There's it's a new a thing weird... on Spike with. Um, with the uh, what's his face, the uh, murdering Baltimore uh, Raven. What's his name? Oh, um, th- uh, why can't I think of it? I should know this. Yeah, yeah the, um, the one that was accused of. And then he like, and then he gets mad at other NFL players when they do bad things. Yeah, and it's like, oh, but you got Ray yes. Lewis. Yes. yes, so Ray Lewis yes. does this new thing called the. Uh, it's called coaching bad, which is uh, essentially coach rescue. <laughs> What? You go in and rescue these coaches who are bad at coaching. But he youth. murdered someone? Well, you know, it's he debatable. Got, yeah, he got away with it. Well, someone yeah. died. He was involved. He allegedly. Now, and now, yeah, I'll just say allegedly so we don't get. Allegedly. Yeah. No, no, he was he involved. Away. The cops put him there. I mean, that's not alleged. That's in the court records. But uh, he got are away they really with it. Or and then, saying that? No, I, I listen. I followed the case somewhat closely. Well, just say allegedly. Allegedly, I followed the case closely. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, whatever. He gets on Tom Brady about his footballs being deflated when this guy's... Whatever. Fucking fuck that guy. Okay. Anyway, if he yeah. wants to come rescue me, go for it. So what would you rescue? I don't know. Now I can't... Because I, I get very irritated with bars myself, but that's already taken by John Taffer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can still do yours. Not gonna do can I just do bartender rescue? Like, just the people? Because yeah. I get really... Ir- I bartended for so many years. I get so so irritated when I go to a bar and there's no like peripheral vision and nobody's paying attention. Is that just me? Is that deliberate, though? I always find, like, I always think it's deliberate when they have no peripheral vision. I it's think, a little bit of a power play. I, a little bit, but it's also, but they're not doing anything else. And so I feel like, oh, because to me, I was always like, I was a really fast bartender because the faster people would drink, I would make more money. Yeah. Right? So it seems logical. I didn't realize, I, I would think so. It's a very logical human being, I think, <laughs> as a bartender, anyway. Well, not, not only would the, your turnover rate be higher, but then they would tip you more for being fast. Yeah. And now they just, they all, it's about muddling drinks and, and wearing suspenders you know what? and stuff. There's a tea room rescue. Yes. Do you watch, do you guys, are you guys either uh, consumers of the Food Network's programming? Not in a while. I don't really watch the Food Network. They have a show called Mystery Diners, which is a hidden camera show where they send in this guy who uh, has a bunch of people that work for him and they go in and secretly... They, uh, Shop? Yeah, they, yeah. Like mystery shoppers? Yeah. Yeah, but, but mystery they do diners and then sometimes they're... The staff, he puts one in as the staff, but it is the uh, most poorly acted television program I've ever seen in my life. Oh, no, I'm going to have to watch this. You have to watch it. it I hate watch it with love. It's like, worse, oh, it it's worse so than like a, like, a, like a ghost reenactment show. 
Much worse than a ghost reenactment show. I would put it on par with uh, lizard lick towing. Like one of those? <laughs> okay. Have you ever seen I Didn't Know I Was Pregnant? Because the accent yeah, on that. Like, yeah. Like that Very similar, accent. only okay. worse. Really? Yes. Hmm. And they play it off like it's real. It's, in, it's the most insane thing ever. But I still watch it. I can't get enough of it. I used to do mystery shopping. Did you really? For hotels. It was awful. <gasps> and yeah. so you, you watch Hotel Impossible? I would, but now I'm thinking that's what I could, that could be my show. I, I watched know, that. That was fun. I had to call them. I've never seen that. No. That's a good show. You should check it out. Um, I used to have to call them like from my living room and I lived in this shitty one bedroom apartment and I had no air conditioning and I would have to have all my fans off because they make, cause you had to record the conversation literally on like a tape recorder oh, right. and I would have to call and go through this checklist to make my reservation to see if they asked me all the proper questions. And so I would call these like one, like I was all for these four seasons in Ritz Carlton. So I called all these amazing places and made all these fake reservations. And I was like, I'm never going to get to go to any of these places. I'm just going to have to sit. Oh, you only got to do the reservation part. So do you you act normal or do you act like a crazy person to force them to see how they deal with it? I would act pretty normal because I didn't feel, I didn't ever want anyone to like get in trouble really. So I would, unless they were rude to you, every once in a while somebody would be kind of rude to you, but. And you would be like, you are fucking with the wrong shopper. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Power trip. <laughs> Did you ever reveal yourself? Like a news for you. I'm a mystery hotel <laughs> here. The mystery has been revealed. <laughs> You're fired. Did you, really did, did you ever anybody. reveal yourself? No, you couldn't. You just had to make the reservation, and then you had to call back and cancel it. They gave you a fake credit card number and everything. Oh. And my uncle does mystery shopping, and I had to help him with a presentation once where uh, he called me, and he was like, uh, you, you do voices <laughs> because of cartoons. So Yeah, sure. I mean, logical step. You do do but voices. But they're like cartoon voices. Yep. But he was like, so I, you know, for a presentation, I need you to be... You know, salespeople, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend to mystery shop you. So it was almost like a reverse mystery. Anyway, it was very sweet of you to help him. And I that. did. So I I would I would pretend to be a difficult. He'd call and ask questions, and I would I would be like, I don't know. the The boss is out now. <laughs> Never really talked to you in quite a while. I know I haven't seen you in a really long time. Sarah and I, of course, knew each other from stand up years. Yeah, ago, years ago, just doing doing the. Sort of, you know, the the, the kind of nomadic Westwood, open mic West Westwood comedy yeah, sure. scene, right? Westwood Brew Co. Yeah, yeah. isn't that yeah? Still is that place the bru- still there? Well, no, the nope. building is, but the building. But is. there's no business yeah. there anymore. No, there's no business there anymore. No, they're opening. Oh, that's right. Actually, for some reason, I passed it. I just saw they're opening something in there uh, that sounds reasonable and national. But go ahead. Uh, 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 all ankle socks a shop devoted to just ankle socks <laughs> I'd go there every day Are you kidding me look at this look there. at these ankles come on oh my god you're those wearing ankle socks ankles. those are lovely ankles so when did you st- and you worked on Chelsea yeah yeah I was writing on there on for the whole time I wrote um, I was just saying I wrote there for uh, for five years yeah and then I left a year before the show ended I left like the July one year before to, they to ended. pursue your own stuff or you got another job no to do my own stuff it just seemed like it had kind of uh, run its course there for yeah. me as far as writing. You're just like, I'm a bestseller. What do I need this for? Yeah, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> Fuck this place. <laughs> I was like, I can, I'll make money. Later, Kirkman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could totally save that money for the rest of my life, that one tiny advance. No, I, I don't know. It just, it was interesting there because like I did, while I was there, I sold a show um, based on my first book, mm-hmm. and to, and I sold it to uh, um, to Adam Sandler's production company, and then I sold it, and then we sold it to NBC. It didn't get made, obviously, but I, you know, did that. And then there was like 
it got a little, um, it just seemed a little, it was a little tough there after that. Like it seemed as if most things they kind of wanted to keep in house. And so when you did oh. your own thing, um, which I, I totally understand, but I had no, Chelsea. I don't, I think it's great when people, I mean like that's how you grow. Yeah. I don't know if it really came from Chelsea so much as a couple other people in their, in her company, but I, I felt like I don't want to work for my friend. I don't want her to have to sell everything. You know, I wanted to do everything separate from her. I was like, this show is great. Obviously, you know, I'm writing on the show and like, but you know, I didn't have the job because I wasn't good at it. So it was like, just one of those weird things where I felt like, okay, if I'm going to continue to do my own thing, I think I better leave here. Otherwise I think people are going to get upset with me. Right. Yeah. So, so off you went into the television business. I went. Yeah. And, um, but it was good. I stayed on there. I mean, they really, you know, it was great. I stayed on the round table. So I I still got to go back just as much as I was, um, on, you know, to be on the show instead of writing for it. So it was really, it worked out fine, but it was like, it was nerve wracking to, to leave a job. It must've been so much fun to go back and, and like just as a panelist. Oh my God, it was. And then like the other writers (laughs) would come downstairs and they'd be like, what's it like out there? You know, like not being here every day. I'm beyond the wall. (laughs) It was fun. It was, it was nerve wracking. You know, it's scary to leave anything like that, but luckily as stand up, you get, you're like, okay, well I have that. I can, I know that I can go on the road and I know I can work. Yeah. Especially that, you know, I mean like that, that show, that show was even helpful for me on the road when I first started going on the road because I did it for a few years and it was before I really it was like right when I was working at G4 but I didn't really have much else yeah and there was well, there was no podcast yet there was no any, and not much of anything really um, Nurse was just a blog and so um, a WordPress a WordPress blog originally Typepad That's right. uh, and then but appearing on Chelsea, like, got people out to shows. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely, I think, like, the first kind of show that had, you know, comics nightly in that sort of way where you got to do your own thing. and Certainly in this country. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. America's <laughs> been slow to adopt the... <laughs> really slow. The slow to adopt the panel thing. You know, but I think it's... There's a million of them in England, but I think... I, I, I honestly think it, they're harder to make than they look. Where it's not... I, I think it se- seems like on the outset, like, oh, well, you just... Yeah, you put three or four comics uh, around a table and you just let them go to town. The end. And like, yeah. well, it's a little there's it's a little more work than that. Yeah, a lot. And then people and having to be the right uh, mesh of people, which I think always kind of figured out. You know, like they would try people, and some days you just go, "I'm on with someone. I'm not going to get a word in <laughs> on this yeah. episode, and I'm not going to try because why scream over? You know, there would be like yeah. sometimes that, or there would be just or Lonnie Love's going to shove her tongue in your mouth. Right. <laughs> Which happened? She never to me. did that to me. You she never did got it to that? you. Yeah, 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 yeah I, I remember her doing it to you. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I felt fine with it. Yeah. I yeah. love Lonnie. I've kind of yeah. offended she never stuck her tongue in my mouth. To be honest, <laughs> I with was. You. I just. It was fine. I just wasn't expecting it at the time, and yeah. so all of a sudden I turned and I think I was like, "Would you?" Like I was mid, <laughs> and so my mouth was in the perfect formation to accept a tongue, and uh, that's how and it just went. Just accept. it just went right in. It just went right in. That's how it happens. Yeah. Yeah. That's how kisses happen. Yeah. And the crowd was cheering her on. And That's I, how yeah. kisses happen. <laughs> I know. I've just had my first one recently. How'd it go? It was good. I had oh, my mouth in the right position. Tell us what kisses are like. I had my mouth in the right position to accept it as well. Yeah. It also happens with other things, too. It would be amazing yeah. if there was like a podcast for 12-year-olds that was by 12-year-olds and it covered Welcome like, to Kith Rescue. Like it covered like We're going to rescue like, Kithith. We go in like, and help you with bad makeout. I feel like, unfortunately, like they would know m- more than we would want them to that's know. Very true. Yeah, that's very, very true. Yeah, that scares yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I like the way you guys hold your microphones. I kids wanna... are all DTF now. Yeah, you know? 
Hmm? Well, they they well, I don't know actually. I mean, it's, I mean, I think kids like to put that energy out there because it's certainly that's where a lot of pop culture has gone. Mm. But I don't know if they actually. I mean, I don't know. Are kids any more sexually active than they were? 10 or 12 years ago? I don't know. I mean, 20 years ago? I have a nephew who's 17, and I know, I mean, he, I mean, I don't know for sh- a fact, but he's, but he also is living Just in the South. Just check his hymen. I yeah. Think <laughs> oh, they have those? <laughs> I really don't know anything. Yeah. Um, I, he's very, like, my sister's very religious, and so he's being raised very religious, so I know that he's, like a really, I don't think he's. I know. Sometimes yeah. I feel like that, that fires, means they go the off the other way. Yeah, yeah. I went to Catholic but he seems high school. Like a really good kid, and I don't think she's even. She hasn't even let him. You know, like in fact, she when <laughs> he got his first girlfriend just last year, and my sister went to this girl's house and met her and her parents before. And then my nephew had to ask the girl if uh, girl's father if he could be her boyfriend. Like it was all. It's all very like kind wow. of old fashioned. And yeah, I know. It's like very. I mean, it's sweet because he's going to be like a really good. Like, nobody asked my dad. If give her dad a goat for the. What? Give her dad a goat for the honor of dowry that we yeah, exchange. Actually, slaughtered one. Oh. Yeah. That's a. That's a, What does it have to do with religion? I wonder. I don't know. <laughs> Did you ever ask your sister like what's that about no i don't ever ask i just go okay how did that <laughs> uh did the did it happen that you guys were raised religious and then she just kept that up or did it happen where she met a guy and then became religious or, or did it happen where she bottomed out and then found religion i'm not sure to be honest i know that she like we weren't raised like we weren't raised very religious we were raised methodist which mm. is sort of like a pretty. I don't really even know what it is. It's pretty laid back. I just know that like we went to church, but whatever. We were allowed to dance, you know. <laughs> like, so it was not Footloose Town. Yeah, it was okay. not. Although it could have gone that way because I was raised in a tiny, tiny town. Like I graduated with seventy-five people, so it could have been Footloose. It might as well have been. But um, I don't know. And then about four or five years ago, she just became. She started going to church and and became really religious. I don't really. Oh, I don't really know what the switch was. Um, but it's good. I mean, she does a lot of really good like charity work and great. all this great stuff with it. It's just we're totally, you know, sometimes she talks about it's like I look at her Facebook page and it's filled with like, don't go see Fifty Shades of Grey. And I'm like, like that's so with many other, I don't know. I'm like, there's so many other things. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it sex out of marriage? Is that what it is? It's a, I think um, she, she's done a lot of work for, uh, for this place called the Rafa House, which is really good. It's like they, it's about sex trafficking, you know, it's, oh, it's okay. like go and they go to Cambodia and they teach these young girls how to make purses and do things with their hands and try to teach them like, oh, you can have, you know, you can do something else. Um, other than uh, Let going me to show sex you a newer profession. Uh. <laughs> so I don't know. I think that in in a lot of from what I read on her Facebook page, um, <laughs> it has a lot to do with. Do uh, you guys not talk ever? T- <laughs> no, we do, but we can't. I can't talk to her about the, about why Fifty Shades of Grey because I, I think there's bigger problems yeah. happening. But I I can. I mean, look. You but know, I understand. If you're doing yeah. a lot of charity work and sex trafficking, and you say like maybe there's, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I look. I think a lot of people who are super judgy about things don't actually do anything to help mankind. Absolutely, no. They just sort of go, is... "You shouldn't do that." Well, yeah. What the fuck are you doing? You know. Yeah. But to hear that your sister actually does actively help people, I think, yeah, you know what? If she doesn't want to promote Fifty Shades of Grey, good for her. Like, yeah. You know, as long, if, as long as it. 
you know, if she's helping people, I don't know. You can't really argue with no, that. No, I agree. And she had her tie-in, which makes perfect sense. And it was that, you know, this is like this woman's being dominated in the bedroom. And it's teaching women to feel like that's how sex has to be. I was just like, I don't think there's any kids going to see Fifty Shades of Grey for the most part. Because she, you know. Well, did you see that that uh, group of uh, 300 teenagers that swarmed the theater in Florida, I think it was. No, I didn't see like that. Her teenage girls like stormed the theater because they couldn't get into Fifty Shades of Grey. Come on. Yes. Well, true. why did they think they could get in? I don't know, but they, like they organized and swarmed the theater to try to get into. See- That's I amazing. See it, April, did you see it? No. April Richardson was telling me she and I love April. she and Chip Pope got a, like went to a free screening. Yeah. And she was like, it's not even that crazy. She's like about as dirty as it gets is like he ties her up with his tie. Yeah. But it's not like it's not. You know, I think I was thinking of like, oh, it's hardcore bondage, and he like he swats her with a leather strap that has spikes in it, and you know, but it's not. Apparently, it's just like I'm going to tie you up. Yeah, and then what? Fly in my plane, and then yeah, you're, and you're going to lie, yeah, and give you money. Check out my helicopter. <laughs> yeah, I don't know because I didn't read it or or see the movie or anything like that. I just not interested in it, but apparently it it isn't that bad. But I think. I understand if people, like you said, when my sister has their, their reasons for tying that stuff in. But like I said, I think there's a lot of, I'm like, there's also porn on the internet. Right. Mm-hmm. Where that happens. Can't really people, control that. People can watch that for free. No, that's true. I mean, I've heard, you guys. I you don't know for sure. You can't control it? I've never seen any. If you're zealous about that type of thing, yeah. I would imagine it puts you in a very difficult situation because if you... Because the more of a stir that people create, the more people are going to want to go see something. I know. So you're kind of backdoor promoting right. the excitement around it. Like, yeah. I, I would think film companies would want people to go, this movie is too over the top. You shouldn't go see it. So other people go, oh, great. And, you know, people storm the theater. Right. But on the other hand, I guess you sort of feel like, well, I can't not say anything because I am strongly against it. I don't know. It must be sort of a strange quandary. To- yeah, I guess it is. But you're, I mean, it is a good point that it's a. It, at least you're speaking out about something if that's what if you truly believe. Worked in for it, the interview. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Did that's not work true. for Amy Pascal. <laughs> no. Oh no, not at all. No. no. Well, no. She got. She's. She's in her. In her. In her. Platinum parachute. She. Got she went to, to be, another. She got a production deal and yeah. is attached to the new Spider-Man movies over at Sony. So oh, it worked sh- out. Those will probably do okay. Yeah. She'll be it's yeah. not like it's not like a regular person getting fired. Right. right. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, like you don't have to feel too bad. Yeah. Well, also, it was kind of interesting reading all those emails because I thought, well, I don't. I mean, who doesn't say terrible things? Yeah. And you know, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't think yeah. a lot of people probably don't now, but I don't. Listen, th- most people. Look, my issue was sort of the hypocrisy because you know that most people in the privacy of their homes say offensive things they say awful things either because it's naughty and funny to like or or they're just awful people and they say (laughs) awful things for serious but i think the the problem i i like the, the the real thing that kind of makes me lift an eyebrow is like don't do that with your work email. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't be stupid enough to do that when with I, your work yeah, email. When that was happening, I was talking to Seth about it, Rogan, and he was saying, like, he's like, yeah, I just kept thinking, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then I was like, nope. Every email I wrote was very respectful. I'm good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because especially comedians, you know, will purposely say awful things to, to you know, 
yeah. just to jar yeah. and get a, yeah. a rise out of uh, out of each other. So you know. I remember always feeling like at E that that somebody was reading my emails. So I would never, if I had anything to say, I would oh, the walk NBC over, walk, email. Yeah, I just assumed <laughs> carrier pigeon. Yeah, I just assumed somebody was reading something. So Listen, I would Comcast.net. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I probably should not have worried about that at all. <laughs> and nothing safer. Yeah, it's totally fine. Yeah, yeah, so they basically, uh, someone pulled her out of a pool of gold and threw her into a pool of gold. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> She's doing all right. It was a, it was a lateral firing. Yeah, or I whatever. Remember, even I got like an email about, oh, you can, uh, you're, because I was, oh, you were was a Sony employee, yeah. one, uh, Sony employee at one point. Sony employee, Sony. Sony. Whatever. Same shit. Um, but I remember getting, I got an email and they were like, oh, your you know, identity theft could happen to you, whatever. I was like, I don't know. What are they going to take from me? But I went ahead and took the service anyway. Oh, Life, I life lock. You just reminded me. I still have to life do Life lock or something. Yeah. I mean, why not? Just to make sure. It's the, yeah. I got the email. I don't think anyone's like coming after me personally, but if they, I guess if they get like your tax information yeah. or whatever, they can take all... My yeah, $2. I mean, it's just a, a <laughs> comics are the ones that are prone to if someone if someone says like you know we really need to be mindful of to have appropriate emails then a comic would be the person that sends back a super close up dick pic and like so is this not okay <laughs> like that's yeah. <laughs> I mean it's it's, yeah. it's all the things that really would get you in a lot of trouble. Yeah. yeah, one of the things I used to look at at work all I've the time. I've never done that, by the way. No, just, no. That's, that's a, I promise that's a hypothetical. I believe you. Um, one of the things I used to look at at work all the time was a, a website called Guess Her Muff. Have you ever looked at? <laughs> you, no. Oh, yeah, this, this is the only thing that I ever thought. <laughs> you have to look at it. It's so good. So you see a person's face and then a bunch of you see a no you see a vagina uh-huh. no you see a face yeah, yeah and then you decide what her vagina is. Do they give you a like. choice or do you just pick that right out of the blue? You have a whole page of them and you just click on one girl at a time and you look at her face and she looks all sweet and then you click on her <laughs> vagina and you're like whoa I wasn't expecting it to look like that at all it's the greatest we had. <laughs> It's so good. And we some of them, like, it'll look like this really good, like, this girl's all sweet, and then all of a sudden she's, like, ta- like pierced. And- we would always have to put signs up at our cubicles at Attack of the Show when, like, we were going through, like, we were doing, like, crazy stories about YouTube, like, like crazy, crazy shit. And we'd always have to put up signs that go, this is research for work. I'm not a creep. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, like, we'd always put those dumb signs up. Oh. It's just like the internet. Yeah, that's what you have. You, I would always have yeah. to be like, keep an eye out for whoever's coming in. Meanwhile, nobody cares. Yeah. If any of my bosses yeah. there would have come in, they would have been like, ooh, let's see it. You know, nobody cares. Well, if you're working on Chelsea, by the way, yeah. that's a site that is actually. Work- yeah, yeah, I like felt like said. it was like bookmarked for work. I was like, this is a working website. Yeah, I used to get shit on that show. For, like, they, it was, uh, usually Sue would come in, the producer would come in and go, Don't be dirty on the show today. And I was like, Don't have topics about vajazzling. I mean, I mean like, I how, what am I supposed to. How many times we were told, Yes, yes. Guess oh, her muff. Guess her muff. And then you see her, and then you get to decide. And then what do you think she's going to, what do you think that's going to look okay, like? Okay, so that's, you know? uh, that's a woman who looks to be in her, what, what age would you put her? Um, I don't know. 50s? That's her Late 40s, early 50s? I'm really 50s, bad maybe? at guessing ages. Early yeah, 50s? okay, maybe. Okay, I see a see wedding ring. I see like uh, Also, she, we should note that this is, this is girl 4,250. Yeah, yeah. I like that they give just a they Just, just by the way, it was number. posted by Guess Her Muff. Uh, <laughs> that's, that was, that's who posted it. Um, 
So, okay, so she's on uh, what looks like um, a, uh, a full-size hotel bed. There's another one next to oh, it. Oh, yeah, There's I a, see one next to it. It's a really grody-looking high-quality hotel no, bed. No, 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 no. No, it's no. one of those polyester. Yeah. I'm going to say um, it's a motel. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's definitely a motel. It's one of those polyester bed spreads that makes you feel like, oh, this no. This could be an encounter yeah. of some sort, like an extramarital encounter. I'm not sure. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. We got a guess now. Okay. What uh, what what hair what hair pattern are we looking at? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I feel like it might be a little I feel like it's going to be a little unkempt. unkempt. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Chris, uh-huh. what do you think? Um I'm going to say I'm going to go ahead and give her a landing strip. I'm going to oh, give wow. her a uh, bald as the day she was born. Okay. She's also wearing I think it's going to be pretty probably. bushy. I think she's very she's got like a sort of a um, like what is it? Like a cardigan? Not a cardigan. She's dressed. Like a blouse. She's yeah, dressed like a blouse. Uh, <laughs> she's dressed. Oh, blouse. You're a lady, right? Oh, one of those things. Yeah, yeah. She's dressed like a social studies teacher. Kind of she dressed is. like a social studies yeah. teacher, but with with, with kind of like sexy hose. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Alrighty. Okay. So you say I'm really ready. bushy. You say totally hardwood floors. Yep. I say uh, a landing strip. The correct answer when you click on. Here is Whoa. oh what is going on there? I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, I, I think. Well, first of all, well, she is that is much older. Old. She's very old. She is yeah. much older. 70? I would I would put her in her seventies. Uh, She's got a serious tan line situation right on the like she yeah. wears a thong. Yeah, it looks like and to the beach, kind of a moist is. sphincter, which is upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> 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 But I wasn't. It's, I wasn't expecting her to be in the in the. Position. Not the position that the I was expecting. Happy baby pose. She's in a happy baby pose. Extra basically. pink. That is rare. Yeah, that's. Uh, that is. Um, it's not. That is rare. One that is rare. Plus, I as they that, say. I think. I think that what we've decided here is that we're all losers. Well, yeah. I don't know. Seamless. I think I have to. I think that uh, Sarah's closest I am because I said she does. She does. There is a there. It, it's it's hairy everywhere. It is. There's it, no grooming whatsoever. No. It just happens to be short. Order. It's not like grown out, but there's definitely carpet all over the floors. There is a lot, yeah. And she's and there's a. I feel like her 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 so, butthole seems to be long. <laughs> Has anyone else noticed? It's a very it long seems and narrow to be butthole. Oblong. Yeah. Long yeah. and winding <laughs> the long butthole. Um, um, the uh, so just this picture that we're seeing is the her legs are up. No, you can play at home. This is girl number 4,250. Yeah. And her underwear is at her knees and her knee. She's pulling back her knees and it's blocking her face. But there is a thatch of white lady hair, mm-hmm. old lady hair. Can't wait to see the companion post on Nerdist.com for this. This may not be on Nerdist.com. <laughs> Matt, I'm, not, I'm not 100% sure. Oh. Let's scroll down. Scroll play again. Down. Play Let's again. Play again. Oh, here's the girl that... Okay, girl 4,249 <laughs> sort of looks like an entertainment reporter. Yeah, uh, well, kind of no. Or she kind of okay, looks like she's a, Romanian, a lady of the night. Uh, she's, this I've was also posted <laughs> by Guess Her Muff at eight seventeen a.m. So wow, that's early. Yeah, they are <laughs> they are working it. Um, um, just judging I, by the uh, fixtures. By the way, I just want to say the uh, the sidebar. Their favorite links at guesshermuff.net are. Uh, Oh, it's .net. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Are we on the right one? <laughs> no, that's great. Oh, there's no .com. Oh yeah, no. This is this. Yes, this okay. is correct. So their favorite links at guessermuff.net are uh, live Asian angels, guess that ass, oh. indie nudes, drunk stepfather, <laughs> drunk stepfather. Oh boy. I feel like guess her ass. I the guess her ass would not be nearly as fun. I'm gonna guess she has an ass. Yeah, huh? she's got one. Okay, so this woman's. Okay, you think she's Romanian? 
It's a lady with uh, bleach blonde hair. She's in a club going dress, Mm -hmm. like a one piece dress from, I would say, 1992. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's wearing dark thigh highs. And she's in front of a nicely appointed bat. She's in her grandmother's water closet. Yeah, it looks like a grandmother's yeah, water closet. It's and a very short, thick high heels on. Um, this one, I'm definitely going to say uh, the Hitler mustache. Yeah, I think totally bald. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to go ahead and take the other way, and I think that there's a lot going on down there. Really? Yeah. Do you think it's? Do you think mm. it's? Would you guess dyed blonde, or do you think like natural hair color? No, I think it's darker. You can't dye. Can you dye that? I think you bare. could. You do too? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think you I think we're right. Okay. We'll two two for skate park. <laughs> skate park. <laughs> well they have to be That's excellent. I've never heard that before. I think okay. I just made it up. Okay. Uh and it's yes! Yes! Oh, yes. Big old right. thing titties. Yeah. Oh, Look at that window. She's got giant boobies too. Yeah, with um, like Homer nipples, like Homer eyeball nipples. This one isn't as bad. Like is this, what I like yeah, about this one. Me. Yeah, you just kind of yeah. see it. Sometimes yeah. you go just like that last one. Sometimes you click on and it's like, whoa, there's it's so like much there's a speculum in there. Yeah, so yeah. much skin you or whatever. Vagina. Need to see I don't the know. Labia <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, for people who haven't turned off yet, let's go one more time and oh, guess, hello. girl, forty-two, forty-eight. Um, who sort of looks like a, a, a I'm gonna maybe like a she's Tiffany she Amethyst's uglier sister. I was gonna say she looks like a like a swimsuit model from like yeah. the seventies. I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah. A swimsuit model from I would I would have guessed late seventies early eighties. Yeah, she got like um, a fair. She's got faucet. a nice kind of Midwest smile. Yeah, and uh, she's wearing a tank top with no bra underneath and some floral bikini bottoms, I guess. And she has uh, teal painted nails, and she's in front of a rock at a beach. I mean, she does have teal-painted nails. Yeah. I feel like this could also be, like, her Tinder profile photo. But really, she, but, her actual, but her actual picture is the one woman from the first picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really funny if you click here and it's the same woman. The exact same. On the motel. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. I would love that. Oh, boy. Um, hmm, I don't know what to guess here. Because sometimes I feel like they try to mislead you with a wholesome face. And then you just get like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Time period, I'm going to guess like super bushy. Yeah, because she does seem, I mean, she does that seem a little 70s well, and 80s. Katie, what do you think? Well, it looks like a new picture. You think so? Yeah, because, I mean, no one, I don't know. What does that rock look like? It's from 2015. (laughs) Let's study the formation. No, the teal. Wait, that head with the Statue of Liberty in the sand. (laughs) Guys, this is Earth. (laughs) Okay, so what are you going to guess? What okay. if it wasn't Earth and Planet of the Apes just took place on a planet that uh, was uh, after America's bright idea to launch the Statue of Liberty into space went awry? Maybe, man. <laughs> but you can save that for another podcast. Right now, we're playing uh, Planet of the Drapes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. The correct answer is... Oh, oh. nothing. Can't see. Nope. And she's Clean totally a got whistle, a... Sharp she's got the Coppertone girl tan she's got lines. a really serious tan line. Yeah, so that's nice. Well, I feel good about this game. I don't know how I feel about it's, it. It's a strange thing to discover to start playing at work, and uh, but I always it always made me laugh. Now, can I ask you a question? Yes. For uh, do you uh, so you're married? 
I'm engaged. Okay, that is a sweet rock. Uh-huh. That's almost as big as the rock that naked girl was standing in front of. <laughs> um, yeah, is. I think I saw Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery try to break into that thing. <laughs> yeah. It's huge. I just got engaged in December. Well, congratulations. I think that, I think that ring starred in uh, Return to Witch Mountain. <laughs> that, it was, that, right? that was needed that right? to power the Congo ring. laser. Yeah. That is a pretty ring. I have to, I'm giving him full credit. Um, well, obviously, because I didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah. So, I think John Taffer helped. Me out. <laughs> do you I'm actually engaged to John Taffer? Do you is it preferable for a dude to be groomed in some way? Um. Okay. I I don't. You know what? It's so weird. I feel like I don't. Um, really have a preference. My, I, I do think if you trim your nest, your dick looks bigger. <laughs> I, d- I think well, that's yeah. true. I mean, it's nice for there not to be completely out of control yeah. because, you know, but my fiance is all, he's very all, uh, it's all groomed. Groomed. You just, he just totally. keeps it down. You call, it's all, he's just shaves everything. Yeah. Yeah. Is that weird? I'd like yeah. to, I'd like to have Edward Scissorhands come in and make like an <laughs> elephant out of, <laughs> just like a nice topiary. Um, yeah, I think it's nice for it to be tailored at least. I don't, but I never was like really thought, oh, I'll be with someone who, like, I never really, I don't think I ever really put that much thought into it. I don't think anyone sort of, uh, when they're thinking of their future husband or wife, uh, (laughs) is imagining what their bush looks like. (laughs) I guess. Are you sure? If you're a dude, if you're. Quit trying to (laughs) sound smarter than me. (laughs) If you're a dude, I think, and you're completely bare down there, you're either a porn star or a serial killer. I think those are the two options. Um, he's an athlete. Does that count? Oh, so he's. What are the. Tendencies to both. Yeah. 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 Because I feel like athletes do that a lot too because of. I don't. I don't really know why I've never asked. But don't you feel like you. Don't you feel like there's more perspiration if you totally shave it all off down there? There's more perspiration? Isn't there? I don't know. No, you're not sweating any more than usual. Hmm. In fact, you'd sweat less. I would think you would sweat less because there's not any. This is where you discover that I'm a robot and I don't. (laughs) I just see it more often. There's the hydraulic fluid leaking out. No, you are. the hydraulic I am not a robot. That's why there's more sweat. You cut the does not compute. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I've never even inquired about it. I'm just. Fine. Well, he's got to look good in the locker room too. That's the problem. Yeah, I mean, I think you that's know? part of it too. You got to make sure you don't want anyone like a... making poking yeah. fun at you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't go. I can't be naked in locker rooms. Why not? I just don't. I How feel do weird about it. I feel very strange. I don't shower. I shower in a private shower. I've always said that you know locker rooms. I don't mind them because if you're looking, it's on you and whatever. Deal with it. I was just thinking, it's, I mean, obviously, like, at locker rooms for, I mean, I understand for athletes, they're sharing, they're, like, seeing each other every day, they're yeah. sharing, you know, but at the gym, I always think it's weird when someone, I mean, I'll take a shower at the gym or something, but I always just think it's when someone just walks around completely naked without, like, a towel over themselves. Mm. I don't know why, it just seems like I'd be a little, mo- I won't. Sure. Do I ladies don't... do what guys do and put their leg up on a bench and like blow dry their? No. Oh, they don't. I don't. I've never seen it anyway. Yeah, I've seen I've seen guys do that at gyms. Where I've done just... it a couple Why times. Why is I gotta that? Tell you, it well, feels to great. get to get to dry underneath great. the. Uh, it feels nice. It feels, it feels lovely. Okay. I recommend it. Hmm. Okay. I will do that with my human balls <laughs> that <laughs> I possess. Non- no, I assume non-robot. Non-robot. Great for the ladies too. I've never seen a woman uh, do that at the gym. If I did, I would. I would probably just keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> keep on keeping on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I can understand that. Uh, I just remember when I was in high school that someone told me if you did that after sex, you wouldn't get pregnant. If, if you, you put a blow dryer, sure has like six, six a blow dryer now. on your. If you hold it up, she said, like it would like dry up. 
any possibility of you getting pregnant. Yeah. I don't think she understands. You don't. I went to a very small high school, like I said, in okay. a not smart Because the vagina is not like Ellis Island. You don't. The passengers don't go outside the city. <laughs> no, they're not. Like they are to. injected into the. Yeah. How what? I don't. I don't your, think... Ellis, your Ellis Island analogy <laughs> is confusing me. Well, in other words, there's not like they're not collecting outside the city. Like uh-huh. you're, they're not being dried. The city is the vagina. Cities, the, 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 yeah. So yeah, they're not going into man. The, you know, like. Oh, I see. So you're saying that the area around the yes. vagina was Manhattan. Yeah, a man doesn't ejaculate gotcha. on a woman's vagina, and then okay. all of the uh, all of the passengers right. go in, scream in, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Where gotcha. they, you know, like if you held up a dryer, then yes, I mean, I would, I would imagine that the air itself would do a lot of the work for you, right? You would um, think so, but. Uh, I don't know why this girl thought that, but I don't think it worked. I think I do think she has kids now. I love six that she's still now, trying. Like, really, like yeah, I, this, I, this is going to work. She <laughs> told me that, and I was like, okay. And then I was like, I don't think that that's ever going to work. Yeah, I think she's going to have a <laughs> well, couple you need kids. To, no, you need to put that attachment on that focuses the <laughs> that little lip on the, the blow dryer. The diffuser. The diffuser. Yeah. Where did you grow up? Arkansas, little. Okay. It's a town called Farmington, right outside of Fayetteville. How far? I guess a uh, big farming culture over there. A um, little bit, a little yeah. bit of farming. And I really yeah. enjoy. I enjoy Fayetteville a lot. Yeah, I like Fayetteville a lot too. I, it's very pretty. I lived in Jonesboro for a while when I was a kid because I'm from Memphis. You did? I did. Oh, I didn't know that. And um, but uh, Jonesboro, I don't remember liking all that much. But I was a kid, and it was in the late seventies. But I haven't. I don't think I haven't been back in a while. Kids didn't like anything in the late seventies. No, but <laughs> Fayetteville's cool. I, I I went to college there. I really liked living there. I liked the, it was like a community. You know, I don't know. It was a really cool little. Like there was one street where all the bars and restaurants were. Arkansas is a walk. pretty state. It's like, really pretty. It gets a lot of shit. But the when Ozarks. you're dry, when you yeah, when you're driving through Arkansas, it's it's pretty gorgeous. Yeah, it is really pretty. I mean, you can take a wrong turn, but you can do that in any any city, any city. Yeah, and see some things you wish you hadn't. But. It's a really pretty... I mean, I like going back there. And I just... I don't like the pace of it as much for some reason. I don't I don't think I could ever for some live reason? there. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, because you would think it would be nice to go back wherever... But no. it's a little too slow to Well, me. especially it's if you're little... used to... Yeah. Especially if you're if you're in the entertainment <laughs> business. You need a fast-paced lifestyle. I'm just... Exactly. I'm just a really... I'm just like a fast-moving person. So right. I don't like... I do... I ir- like quickly get irritated by slow-moving Just people. waiting around for and stuff. And slow bartenders. Yeah. And slow bar... I know. We're on to a theme here, obviously. I have a real issue with slowness. So... But I like it back there, and my family's still there, so I go back sometimes. Yeah. And it's a cool place to have gone to college because I didn't have to go far from home. I still had my family, and you know, before I moved here and had no nobody. Yeah, want to get into that? Yeah, <laughs> no, you but had was, comedy. Yeah, but it was nice to um, it was nice to like go to school and have you know my family really close by, but also get to experience college ish. Are you touring now? Yeah. Yeah, I go on, um, I mean, I go a lot, I, you know, weekends just, but I'm also starting a book tour at the end of March because I have a new book coming out and then I'll be on tour every weekend for uh, three months. Are you mashing them up? Are you doing book appearance by day, stand up at night? You know what? I, I, I did that last time with a couple of book appearances. I might do it again, but I find, I mean, I'm mostly trying to get people to come to the shows and then I sign books after. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's almost... Um, right, it's the counter, purpose to do it during the yeah. day. I mean, I I enjoy doing bookstores and stuff because it is a different crowd and it and it was fun. But I think um, I'm just for the most part, unless there's somebody that's really wants me at their bookstore. <laughs> um, I like doing it after the shows because then you get to talk to people that came and you sign the books. And also, I don't know. not as many bookstores. <laughs> also, not as many bookstores. I know. In fact, setting up the book tour, it's interesting to have the publisher like, okay, we're just trying to find a, 
a bookseller in that city. And I'm like, oh, that is so sad. Wow. I mean, it's Dallas. There's a, you'd think there would be, you know, or you right. think, yeah, but there's not, there's not that many. So where are you, pl- where are you playing coming up? Um, I, well, I'll be in, at the Toledo Funny Bone. Nice. <laughs> first week of, weekend of March. But then, um, my book tour will start at Gotham in New York. Nice. And, um, and then I go to Addison Improv after that. Oh, and just and, uh, in Dallas. Addison. I love that place. Yeah. Yeah, it's an improv's great. Yeah. And um Chicago, I go to the Zanies there and mm-hmm. then Philly. Downtown. Philium? Philly. Philium. Helium in Philly. You're going to Philium? Uh-huh, I'm going to Philium. Periodic table. Yeah. Um I'm doing all three of the clubs in Zanies, uh, in Chicago. They do Rosemont and yep. downtown and then that weird have you been to that I mean uh, in years. I don't know if you've been there in a long time, but that uh, what's it called? Pheasant Run? No, I haven't been out in there. In St. Charles? like a weird it kind of seems like dirty dancing a little bit like you think well the rosemont uh zanies there's isn't that right next to the toby keith's i love this bar. yeah it is yeah that's right maybe i've gone in there for a drink (laughs) i have a picture of a very drunk me doug benson and rory scoville at that that's amazing you take the picture and then it prints out i love this bar and grill border (laughs) i have it on my desk oh my i'm jealous of that (laughs) i don't have that i'm gonna have to get that this time yeah It'll be a nice, that'll be my engagement photo. I got my fiance and I'll get on that. John Taffer's I Love This Bar and Grill. Uh, I would love to ta- I would love Taffer to go rescue Olive Garden. Mm, <laughs> like if I don't just think there's any rescue in the Olive Garden. Amazing. I remember when I was in, man, when I was in college and just after college, Olive Garden was like going out to celebrate. Yeah. Like Mike Furman, I would, I would call Mike Furman and be like, Oh my God, we should go to Olive Garden this Friday night. And we'd be like, fucking great. And, you know, we'd spend <laughs> two and a half hours there just eating all the yeah, salad. Two and, and a half hours and uh, $40. Yeah. You get so much food. Yeah. I mean, it is nice. I think that's what Taffer would have a problem with. Yeah. I think, I mean, I don't think he'd approve of You know, the lighting, not food. the uh, allegedly microwave chicken parm. It's not alleged. I think you can say that it's microwave but i have never seen that happen so i can't really say oh that's, that's interesting is that how facts work yep <laughs> why would why would they ever microwave chicken parm <laughs> well because it's uh, been frozen for a thousand years <laughs> that's true <laughs> it yeah. was left here by our ancestors my mom loves <laughs> the olive garden their I chefs go to italy to it. learn yeah. how to cook right that's what the yep. commercials say mm-hmm. the olive garden <laughs> that's where adam met eve and they stored a bunch of chicken parm. That'd Those be interesting. To like last a, forever. Yeah, like a, Your sister will tell you about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can read about it on her Facebook page. Hey, so uh, <laughs> they have chickens in this garden, Eden? Why are you asking me this? <laughs> and they had mozzarella, too? They had matzo sticks and like never-ending pasta bowls. And, uh, have you been to Italy in New York? No. No. Oh, my God. Sounds like Italy, but with the word. I know. I yeah. thought that he just said it wrong for a it's second. It's Joe. You thought he was trying to be like, like, have, have you been, been to, to Italy? Italy? Yeah. When Italy. people always have Annoying. a weird accent. Uh, it's uh, Mario Batali and Joe Bastianich's uh, place. And it's like, a, it's amazing because it's like an Italian supermarket. Italy. Why don't they call it Rome Nom Nom? <laughs> it's like an Italian supermarket that has all these different food vendors at it that make like, and they're, so it's a bunch of tiny. Think of it as a bunch of oh, tiny wait, I restaurants. Have been there. Yeah, the food court. But with, yeah. yeah, kind of, but better because all of it's like these 
these amazing this amazing Italian food. And you can every have a corner glass you go, of wine in you get there a little too. glass of wine. You can get an Americano espresso. You can get pizza made the correct it's goddamn way. Italians oh, come in. I have it's been so, there. That's so funny. Great. I didn't even realize that's where I just a friend of mine took me there last time I was in New York. Were you underwhelmed or overwhelmed? Um, I enjoyed it very it much. Great. I'm a big fan of. I think you should of go, Chris. Eta- of Italian food. When you're in so. New York, <laughs> okay, I'll go when I'm in New York. May second, at the Best Buy Theater. At the Best Buy Theater. Take oh. a gander over there. I will take a, I will, I will, or a, a goose. Should I take a goose? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> See, I'm literal with it. Go over to Italy. Is April Richardson going with, I know that she's been on tour with you. She, uh, she's been doing a she, bunch of the tour dates. Yeah, she's awesome. I love April. Oh, I love April. She's, cr- and she's crushing on the road. That one might be Mike Lawrence. I think it might be Mike Lawrence. Mike's gotcha. great. In New yeah. York. Yeah. I, I mean. Because, I mean, he already lives there and he's great and, you Does know. he still live there? Hasn't he moved out here? Oh, has he? I don't know. I don't know. It might, it might be out. a question for Mike Warren. Find out. <laughs> Wait, so get him on the phone. Uh, yeah, April's just awesome, and I think I was uh, really excited when I saw that she was touring with you because yeah. I see her photos and stuff, and she's so excited, and she and she's funny as shit. So it's yeah. really, really and cool also yes, she is so there. excited. Yeah, she's the most excitable human being I've ever met. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. That was my favorite thing about her is that she would like when we when I worked with her uh, was she could just I don't know she could just bring a positive mood to any situation. She you know? finds like, joy in everything. Yeah, yeah, in like the littlest things. It's amazing. And it's like not me. <laughs> she's so she's so funny. Just uh, I mean, <laughs> when, I, when I was single, April would say stuff like. Yo, you just need to, and, and by the way, April, if you don't know April Richardson, she she her aesthetic is Betty Page. Yeah. And she is a ma- an immaculate dresser. Like her her clothes and her glass, like everything about her is fucking amazing. Oh, it would amaze me. She would walk in, in the in the morning. Like nine to five job. And she would walk in at eight in the morning, completely never like wore the same outfit twice. Always mm-hmm. had, you know, head to toe. And I'd be, you know, <laughs> but but her not looking like but that. the way that she presents ideas is so fucking funny. She'd be like, "Yo, you just need to get your D wet. <laughs> no uggos, though." And I'm like, "What's an uggo?" And she was like, "You know, no uggos." <laughs> I'm like, "Are you telling me not to have? You're telling me I need to get make my penis, penis wet. wet from a vagina, but not an ugly one?" Yes. Yeah, yeah no uggos. <laughs> like she invents this lingo. No, she well, does. She did not invent Uggo, but well, she uses it. Correctly. I've never heard it before, so I really? believe she invented it. I've never it. heard Guys. that either. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't get out You're much. You're blowing my mind right <laughs> no, now. No Uggos. April, congratulations what constitutes an Uggo? inventing Uggo. I just learned what, uh, what. So don't fucking Ugg. Yeah, I just found out what Duff was the other day, and there's a whole movie about it, and I didn't even know that it's the designated ugly. That oh, friend, which is yeah. such a terrible term, but I didn't even know what that was. I literally thought it was like, oh, I thought it was a movie about Hillary Duff at first, and then I realized it was oh. about. Then I saw that she wasn't in it, and I was like, that must not be what that mm-hmm. movie's about. That's and what then, I thought it was too. Yeah, no, and it's not. It's called. It's like the designated ugly fat friend. It's a term oh. mean mean children oh, use yeah. to call guess, other children. Guys, I'll this be is when I have to apologize on behalf of all mankind. Men and wet women. Women are just is mean everyone's mean everyone is mean i feel like everyone's gotten meaner and with social media people just go because you can you have no fair we were just on guesshermuff.net well so i mean let me just uh, guessing to be fair my soapbox is a little rickety i think there's a loose nail in it and i'm about to fall off (laughs) okay that's a good point that's a good point anyway people are people are fine everyone's fine these goddamn upcycled soapbox crates (laughs) upcycled Yep. No, it's okay. We're, we weren't being mean, though. No, we're just guessing. We're just honest to goodness fun. You know? Yeah. 
Muff, not Duff. <laughs> Guess we're Duff. Net. <laughs> so funny. I oh, really that's probably it was a Hillary Duff movie. I too. know. I did too. I really thought that. I felt really foolish I when I stupid. found out that it was something. I think I was my niece. I think that was like, no, that means this, and I was like, oh my god, if anyone ever calls you that, I will fucking lose my yeah. mind. Wow. But, People are shitty. Yeah. What's the matter, buddy? You got some texts coming in. Yeah, I got a couple texts coming in because sometimes people want to know what's up with me, Matt. Oh, what's going on hmm. with you? People like Will Wheaton want to know what's up with me. Tell Will to get back to being Will Wheaton. <laughs> I posted so a, picture, a good response. I posted a picture of uh, from the show tonight, Paul Tompkins and the puppets and yeah. my puppet, the puppet Chris Hardwick. And Will wrote, in case you know you want to do something awesome with... Oh, he said... Um, the puppet versions of ourselves is a thing, Chris. I just saw you have a puppet of yourself. I thought you should know. And then he has a puppet version of himself. You, you, uh, in case you want to do something awesome with the puppet versions of ourselves. Do you think his puppet is hitting on my puppet? I think mm-hmm. that his puppet wants to fuck your puppet. I should. Uh, we're friends. I should I, let him do that. Yeah, fine. why wouldn't you? Yeah. Just puppets. Yeah, we're friends. It could be like that puppet porn you love. <laughs> let my puppets come. Yes. It's amazing. Someone posted it. I, it came up on oh, it's our real? obscure media. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a it's a puppet porn from the seventies. It came up on our obscure media. Like someone posted the entire yeah. movie. Let my puppets come. It's amazing. Is it good? Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know if I believe it. It's yeah. fucking so good. What do you think my sister would think about it? I think well, they're puppets, so I think she would be like, "This is acceptable." <laughs> <laughs> These are puppets. I don't think so. It's all right. No. <laughs> It's a good southern accent. Well, you did. You lived in Jonesboro. I did. And, and, and Memphis. Memphis. Hey, did you think that your computer can tell when you're recording this podcast based on what you Google? Because <laughs> you're just now you're like going to look up the puppet porn movie. You just looked up Guess My Muff. It, it, yeah, your, geo, your geo search suggestions change dramatically <laughs> when, you're, when you're in the podcast room. It's all the muff <laughs> guessing and murderous NFL people. That's funny. Sometimes at at work we get because we're on fucking the internet constantly looking for stuff for at midnight. We get the thing where Google makes us put in a captcha. Oh, because it thinks that it's a bot that's searching so often. Wow. Oh, really? Even Google? I didn't know that Google would ever make you do that. Yeah, they do. Technically, you are organic bots. Yeah, you go over like nine hundred searches in a day or something like that. It's like, what are you doing, buddy? Did you ever go on Weird Asian News? Because it was an interesting website that we used to use for ref for like research. Weird Asian news. It's like the <laughs> here we go, nah. and it would just be like weird Asian it's news. The weird Asian nudes, which is one of the favorites. Oh yeah, of no, no, no. <laughs> that was on the on the sidebar. Weird. weird what's Asian a weird nude? nude? <laughs> what's wow. Wow. Not sad Asian news. Did you go to sad Asian? Oh. oh. I feel like you're on. Yeah. She's That's on weird. Sad Asian News. That's a different. <laughs> That's a different website. Okay, I mean, that's nice of him. Well, that's fun. Who hasn't? Well, one out of a billion. Oh, that's good news. <sighs> Smart little kids freak me out a little bit. Uh, a little bit, amazing. just a little bit. Like they, just, when a kid can just really, I don't know, put you in your place. It's a, it's upsetting. <laughs> Do you know? Are you gonna have kids? No, yeah. I don't want kids. 
I've just never wanted them. I like kids a lot, and I like. I say I- good for you for not doing it just because you're like, well, people should have kids. Yeah, if you don't want kids, don't have them. I know, and the, I think the problem with like a There's lot of enough. a lot of people there there are plenty, and I think a lot of people feel like they are supposed to, especially where I grew up. Of course, you know? yeah, but um, I don't. I just never had the desire. So I, for, I used to think there was something wrong with me for not wanting children and I'm, luckily I've met someone who also is the exact same Jen. just doesn't want yeah Jen Kirkman that's who I'm or marrying just use a blow dryer she's, a, she's an athlete and she's bald down there <laughs> <laughs> Although Jen was like my, it was really not. I mean, Jen gets more. Um, it's interesting because she gets a lot of shit for it, and I feel like, but for I, I don't really get that much. I don't know. People well, I don't mean, really. The title of her book was. Yeah. Well, about yeah, about not wanting to have kids, yeah. and um, but I think I don't know. I just find it interesting because I don't really get a lot of stuff. I mean, I used to get like crap for it from back home and stuff. Um, people that I knew were like, "What? What do you mean, you don't want kids? That's what you're supposed to do. That's why you're here." Like, I don't. I just don't. I don't know. I just never. What did any? I don't blame you. You guys are okay with that? Yeah, no, I mean, okay 100%. With we, we anyway, okay, thank you. Welcome. Thank you. I feel so I think, I think I think if more people who didn't want... I mean, it's not doing a child any favor to go have a kid when you don't want a kid. Just because you think you're supposed to. Yeah, yeah. and then not give the child the love and attention that it deserves because you didn't want to have it in the first place. Like, yeah. Just don't... It's, 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 it's solvable. Don't have, just don't don't yeah. do it. I think it's just interesting when people think like, oh, if you you know, there's still a little bit of that. We're like, oh, you must not like kids, and it's like, no, I don't want to punch babies. I just don't want. I just don't. You know, I just don't like kids. Like, I don't want to have my own, but I like other people's kids. I have a niece and nephew. I have friends with kids. I like all them. Just don't want to have my own. It's just nice when they can go home. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, and it's nice. I think it's nice to meet someone who has the exact same. You know, because that can be a little hard. To meet some, especially my fiance is a little bit younger than me, and um, I was nervous. I thought, oh, he might want to have kids, but he actually brought it up first, so and said, "You don't want to have kids, do you?" Because <laughs> I don't. And I was like, "Woo, got that one out of the way." And it was like day two. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that worked out. <laughs> uh, so, what's the title of the book? It's called "Has Anyone Seen My Pants." What does your sister think of that? <laughs> what? Your sister must love that title. <laughs> you know, my sister is it's interesting. She she's very uh, supportive of my career, even though she doesn't always always agree with everything. Also, uh, obviously, but um, yeah, I mean, it's a silly title. My first book had a silly title too. It was "Life as I Blow It." I just like I like having like these um, sort of double meanings, you know. <laughs> Like, I like really the way like you said that. First was called Life As I Blow It. <laughs> it was just, uh, it's a ridiculous title, but it's fun to, I don't know. It has, to me, it's like a few different meanings, you know, like the general, like the, has anyone seen my pants? I, I told a story about actually like walking out of a casino hotel room without my pants on because I was uh, not thinking. And, uh, but I mean, I had underwear on. Anyway, <laughs> it's probably on Guess Her Muff somewhere. Uh, but I like like the double you know my main thing was like oh I don't want people to think it's like oh it's like just about sex because it's it's not but then um, I said you know it's kind of like about trying to grow up and like big girl pants for lack of a better way to say it um, but luckily I think if you re- if people read the book they'll see that and if not someone will look at the cover and say oh is that some sexy trash book and then that'll be that well hopefully they'll buy it anyway yeah and then they'll, they'll, yeah. oh awesome yeah. <laughs> do you like the book writing process um, I did this t- I did the first time I was um I just didn't know what I was doing. I really enjoyed it, but I was just nervous a lot about like, you know, I was turning in chapter by chapter and I liked that process because that was uh, Random House for my first book was. It was the editor liked 
he ch- he just liked to get a chapter every week or whatever it was, and then he'd send me his notes so I knew where I was. But on this one, um, it was at a different. It was with Simon and Schuster, and she just wanted the whole thing when I was done. And so, even though I loved the freedom of that, I was really nervous that I was going to turn it in, and she was going to be like, "This is terrible," you know. Like I liked the feedback along the way because right. I don't have any ego. I like. I like you know, this is great. Where's the real book? Yeah, oh, fuck. yeah. I was so scared. I was like, okay. And I'm, I mean, are you sure you don't want to just read it along the way a little bit and go? No, you, you got it. And then, um, but then it turned out. You're fine. dealing with a Simon or Schuster over there. Um, both, both okay. of them. Yeah, Good. yeah. It's actually one person. Uh, what? Simon Schuster. Yeah, a just, conjoined twin. He's actually dealing with, with the... Simon and Shusha. I don't know if you remember. Shusha. <laughs> oh my God, Shusha, the Brazilian kids host. <laughs> That's such a strange reference that I actually get. Simon I don't get that Shusha. one. I'm gonna have. To look X U X A, Google it. Shusha. Yeah, I think she Shusha was a, was uh, eighties, nineties, early nineties, maybe. Mike Furman, I feel like had a fascination with her too. Who wouldn't have a fascination with Shusha? Shusha. Her I name like is that. spelled X U X A. I mean, that's a great name. That's Shusha. I don't remember Shusha at all. Why don't I remember? She Shusha? hosted a kid show that somehow Shusha made it over Michelle to the Williams States. on the far right. Maybe we didn't get it in in Arkansas. Oh uh, well. Okay, so looking at Shusha, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say <laughs> landing strip. Um, landing strip. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Aww. Shusha's old now. Definite landing strip. But look at her little like she's wearing a cowl neck sweater and she's Shusha's, happy. Shusha is now the princess die of kids television. She's got like a sassy haircut for a for a lady. That's the Shusha I remember. Shusha. I can see why you had a fascination. She's pretty. She's very attractive. She's gorgeous. Her name's Shusha. Hmm. I would never have. What did you guess for Shusha's? Um, probably like a V. (laughs) (laughs) A perfect V? A perfect V. Not an X for Shusha? Nope. No, perfect V. She didn't want to be that predictable. Shusha. I think she's got a landing strip. You think so? Yeah. For sure. Katie? There's no answer to this. <laughs> is she the Riddler? Am I Shusha? I don't know. You tell me. Uh, <laughs> a question. I thought. Mark. I thought maybe X two. I thought maybe X two. Mm-hmm. Or just uncontrollable. It just, it just looks like. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I think it just looks like Fozzie. That's amazing. Yeah. It could be. It could be. I don't know how we can ever an, find with out. With an enlarged clitoris like, that looks like Fozzie's nose. <laughs> and, and a polka dot tie. And, it, and, it's, and it says waka waka waka. <laughs> no. It makes my clitoris uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> the word enlarged clitoris always like makes me feel like I don't want one of those been, ever. It had been so comfortable to this point. <laughs> no, totally. No, my, my clitoris is totally comfortable when I walked in and now it's like... Let's get out of here. <laughs> oh, it's enlarged. <laughs> terrible Engorged. word. It's, a, it's just a terrible uh, word. It's not a good... <laughs> it's not a good thought. Engorged or enlarged. <laughs> no, I mean, I know it's supposed to be, I guess, what it happens. <laughs> I guess that's what happens. So far, I've only accepted a mouth for kissing. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm saving. I'm from the South. I'm saving myself. Saving it. <laughs> Well, uh, it was delightful having you on. Yeah, thank you it for was having so much me. Fun. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry we didn't talk about the book more. We talked about we it was basically just a lot of muff guessing. Yeah, I don't know um, that my there's nothing in my book about muff guessing. So everyone, you know, it'll be a whole different. Yeah. Topic. To be fair, you did bring that. I, to the I table. did. I brought it up. I yeah. don't. I didn't even. I hadn't thought about it in so long. And then when I brought it up. And then when you started playing, oh, it just all came back to me. Although I didn't feel like I did as well at the game as I used to. 
Like I've well, lost, you're out of practice. I've lost my touch. Yeah. And if she's out there and like, wants us to send us a picture of of it, yes. just so we can Shusha. put it put it to bed. Yeah. If she wants to send it to me, so I'm the girl. Katie, it makes it. Shusha's feel- vagina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Katie's face right now. She's like, Your do MacBook I have to? Pro is going to start smoking. Do I have to? <laughs> Her computer just self-destructs. <laughs> Where is she from, Shusha? I thought she was Brazilian. Oh, well, then she's got a... Oh, well, if then, she's Brazilian, yeah. She's, yeah. then we know. Oh, we know. it's a Brazilian. She's got the yeah. Brazilian. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. You're not allowed to end the country unless you have that. You just Sherlock Holmes this. Yeah, you're welcome. As opposed to a Chilean wax, which is a long strip down the one side of it. Yes. <laughs> He's so delighted with himself. He laughed to himself. <laughs> Hashtag geography puss. It was good. Thanks. Um, no, but uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say, I feel like I was going to say burrito. something. Oh, this show is a lot of fun sometimes. <sighs> yep. Just sometimes. Yeah. No, with you here, it was great. <laughs> Sometimes when you're not here, it gets, you know, it gets really dark. sad. Yeah. <laughs> or just gets smarter. No. <laughs> no. You actually brought us up. Rarely. No. Rarely does it get smarter. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, we just normally just stare at each other mm-hmm. for a little while. I'm just picturing. Uncomfortable silence. Yeah, Matt. Matt's groomed. Mm-hmm. These scissors <laughs> are like a man groomer. What? The man groomer. What's that? You don't know the man groomer? No. It's a it's a just a it's just a shaving device that is for men. It's the one with the settings, right? Where you can yeah, it's set got it a number like of settings. Close. It's got an extender thing if you wanted to like shave your back or something, which mm-hmm. I would never do because then I would probably be itchy at some point. Hmm. You know, I don't know. I have a lot of money now, so I go to a Japanese spa and uh, you get into a pool of minnows who chew it <laughs> off. <laughs> They probably That'd do. It'd be have terrible. That. There'd be minnows that are just into eating pubic hair. <laughs> that that would be awful. Be but like, they have the with the, the, the feet. The yeah, feet. they bite yeah. away the dead skin. Yeah, I know, but that's terrible. Why would you make a, a poor little fish? You're your feeding feet? them. I know. Yeah. You're Why feeding would you them feed your dead skin. <laughs> yeah. No, you're feeding them dead skin. It's the okay. ecosystem. Fish, though, you know. Yeah, I know. I don't like that's it. What we eat. It just makes me uncomfortable all the time. Yeah, I know. I just don't like to look at it on YouTube videos. Very fair. If people could stop posting those, that would be great. <laughs> Everyone who posts and those sending them directly to podcast. me, yeah. Why do you keep going on them? I don't know. I guess I just can't help myself. Easily avoidable. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it is not hard quick, to not see fish chewing quick, dead quick. skin off someone's foot. <laughs> you don't know what it's like in my house. I don't. You know what? You're right. I don't know your. You story. don't know what my fiance is into. <laughs> I just need to walk a mile in your skin-filled shoes. <laughs> Just exactly. full of dead skin. Full of dead skin. That's gross. That's gross. Yeah, I just, in my mind, there were a closet full of shoes with full of dead skin. Yeah. <laughs> like once they it's filled, not a great you look. no longer use them. Well, that's why. Mm. You gotta throw them out. Or get some fish. Mm-hmm. Guys, buy Sarah's book. I gotta go do, yeah. Yes. Oh, buy the book. Uh, it's out March 31st. It's called Has Anyone Seen My Pants? And you can pre-order it at all the, you know, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all those places. Fantastic. Yeah. Sarah Colonna, thank you for being here. Thank you. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Welcome to Pura, the most pristine, safe, climate-stable city on Earth. A haven amidst the wreckage. Here, 
You're safe from heat domes, superstorms, water bandits in the Outer Lands. There's no crime in Pura, no murder, no suicide. And best of all, there's no cost to join us. In Pura, we promise to keep you safe. They killed her! You took everything! In a world that doesn't feel so safe anymore, we're waiting for you. Here, in Pura. The Last City is a new scripted audio drama from Wondery. Enjoy The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City right now, ad-free, on Wondery+. Plus. Get started with your free trial at wondery.com slash plus.